Hi, welcome to This Is Your Book Club podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Jamie. Welcome back. Book club. It's a good day. Love it. I love talk being able to talk about like the details of a book that I get worried about it in other episodes. Yes. This is so much more relaxing than having to think so hard about, can I say this or not? I know. Am I going to spoil something? Because you know we're going to spoil things. We're going to spoil it all. Yeah. So make sure you're ready for that. Yeah. Whether you've read or not, your choice. Yeah. But we're going to talk. We're going to talk all about The Moonlight Child. Yes. By I- Karen McQuestion. Right? But first. First. Drum roll, please. We will announce May's book club pick of the month. Yes. Our book club pick for this month is The Fountains of Silence by Ruta Sepetis. We are so excited. This has been on my list for a very long time. Fair, same here. And that's why we chose it. Yes. Because we have these want to read lists that are hundreds of books long. And those poor <laughs> books down at the bottom. I forget about them sometimes. Sit there for a long time because the stuff at the top, the newer things tend to be what we just grab when we need a new book. And this one, I love this author. We both loved Between Shades of Grey. Yes, so good. So good. I've read um, Salt to Sea, I believe it's called, another book of hers, which was really good as well. I haven't read that one. And so... This is a great author. I've heard good things about this book. It's been on our li- both of our lists for a long time. It yeah. is overdue to be read, in my opinion. I'm excited. So that's why we chose it for next month. I know. I'm excited too. And the other fun thing about this one, it's not that it's very old. It came out no. in 2019. Yeah. So it's been around. Um, it. I think it was more that it just, when it came out, it was very popular and there was mm-hmm. a huge wait for it and, at my and, library. Yes. And so I kind of was like, oh, I'll just wait till I can get it. Yeah. And it just fell, 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 I fell. I think sometimes those books that come out when you have a lot on your hold list yeah. and it doesn't Back get then, right I on only there. Had five choices. Right. It doesn't get on right away, and it might tend to. And then it just kind of falls down to the end of the pile. And this one probably shouldn't have fallen down to the end of the pile. It doesn't That's sound like it. Yeah, it has four point two nine stars on Goodreads with thirty four thousand ratings. Yes, That's so, a lot. And and I've talked to a lot of people who have read it who have really liked it. So I'm I'm really excited. I have about no this excuse. One. I know. I don't either. So, Funny enough, like I was like, I need to, I was putting a book on hold and I was scrolling through my like want to read list on my library app. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm going to, I always just pick something quick at the top yeah. and put it on hold. I'm like, I need to go down to these bottom ones that I never look at. And so I was scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and I was like, oh my goodness, how, how have I, I not read one? this? And it's available so now there's not a wait now that might change if everybody's reading along with us but it because we're so is popular available. i know everyone <laughs> reads now along. everyone hurry put it on get it it's available it's go right now viral because of us whoop, whoop. <laughs> we're that big of a deal we do have 300 followers on instagram Woo. 
Right? That was like monumental. Thank you, listeners. I am kind of surprised. I didn't realize that. Like the last couple weeks, we've just just had a lot of followers. And I think you guys are rock stars. We love every single one of you. You know, another thing that is so fun to watch on this. I mean, we're this is our 49th episode. Can you even believe that? We're almost at our one year anniversary. Which we're we're talk we're in the talks of how to celebrate that. So that yes. is to come. But big um, celebration. On our on Podbeans, which is our hosting platform, it's really fun to see like how many people are listening and how many people listen to this episode, and it gives us a map of where people are listening. Yes. And it's so fun to see. Like for a really long time, nothing ever Australia never popped up. And we now have listeners in Australia. Hello. Yes. Hello, Australia listeners. And Canada. And I mean, it's just Germany. Yes, South Africa, definitely. We've got, I mean, just randomly, these other little places will pop up. And it's so exciting to think that someone somewhere else is listening to us yeah about books and is reading along like i mean yeah. reading books that cares yes. enough about reading books i mean what a connection yes you can i feel like that's one thing you can find with most people like mm-hmm. what are you reading someone's reading something uh, yeah. or they have before if they're not currently reading something like you can find right. like yeah. such a commonality when you're talking about books yes i agree I love it because whether they are big readers like we are or not their things or something else Everyone's had to read certain books through school. That's true. And so you can always pull a conversation about sure. a book. Or they generally have a recommendation. Like even if they've only read one good book. Yeah. Tell me about it. Tell me. You know, Let's and if talk. I haven't read it, I want to learn about it. Yeah. And if I have, then we can talk about it. Yeah. Like there just always seems to be, or if they're looking, oh, I don't ever read any books. And then I'm like, well, let me get you one that you will like. And maybe you'll start and reading. Then and then start. I can... Yeah. Recommend some books. Anyway, there's Absolutely. always something Absolutely. to talk about. Books are always a good conversation starter. Absolutely. At least for me. Anyway, so, so welcome from wherever you are. Wherever you're at. Thank you for listening. Yeah. We're so happy to have you here. This has been so fun. <laughs> but before it. we start oh. talking yes. about our book, we need to give the synopsis of The Fountains of Silence. Please. Okay. Please do, Sarah. I'm going to read that too. All of you. A portrait of love, silence, and secrets under a Spanish dictatorship, Madrid, 1957, under the fascist dictatorship of General Francisco Franco, Spain is hiding a dark secret. Meanwhile, tourists and foreign businessmen flood into Spain under the welcoming promise of sunshine and wine. Among them is 18-year-old Daniel Matheson, the son of an oil tycoon who arrives in Madrid with his parents, hoping to connect with the country of his mother's birth through the lens of his camera. Photography and fate introduce him to Anna, whose family's interweaving obstacles reveal the lingering grasp of the Spanish Civil War, as well as chilling definitions of fortune and fear. Daniel's photographs leave him with uncomfortable questions amidst shadows of danger. He is backed into a corner of difficult decisions to protect those he loves. Lives and hearts collide, revealing an incredibly dark side to the sunny Spanish city. Includes vintage media reports, oral history commentary, photos, and more. I'm 
so in love with that idea. Vintage media reports. Right? So it makes me think, because I listen generally, like, in this physical book, is there actual, like, pictures? I might have to get the book to look through as I I listen. I know. This is really interesting. I'm going to look more into that to give, like, that might be some of our fun facts, like, what is in the book as opposed to the audiobook version. Yeah. So um, I'll look into that and get some answers there. I love it. So fun. Historical fiction. It's a not World War II. I was kind of like picky about that. There's a lot of love for me right here in that synopsis. Yeah. I'm excited. And I'm so excited. It's a part of history that I don't really know anything about. The Spanish Civil War? Yeah, I don't. Nope. I don't know. So. Cool. All the things I'm going to learn. I'm excited. And I love the cover. I mean, hello. It's really pretty. Super pretty. Talk about judge a book by its cover. Yeah. That's one I'd pick up. Me too. Okay, so, awesome. Okay. But today, today we're talking about The Moonlight Child, and I'm really excited to talk about it. Yeah. So, what did you think? Let's talk. I liked it. Very good. Liked. I didn't you love. You didn't love it. I give it three stars. Very good. I was entertained. I do think there were some aspects of it that are a bit unbelievable. Mm-hmm. But I thought character development was good. Yeah, me too. I really liked... I thought that was done very yeah, well. I liked Nikki and Sharon. The storyline. Yeah, great. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I would recommend it to people. And it was a good light. Yes. Easy read. Mm-hmm. Um, with some hard topics, too. But right. not too... It wasn't so depressing. Right. That it felt like too much. Kind of unbelievable, though. Like, yes, when you think of children that are kidnapped or taken against their will or hidden away you do not i do not think and maybe this is me needing to change my mindset of what i think a kidnapper is like (laughs) yeah but not in a suburban neighborhood well-to-do family family i think that's built into the basement hid away like we're talking the like the dad was a doctor was I know they've got some issues in this family. This is not they a perfect a family by all issues. means. Yes, no. But the fact no. that you bring a kid home, you don't report that you found a child right. to the police? Really? That seems crazy. I, I think that just goes to her mental health issues. Yes, mother, obviously. Suzette. Suzette. Yes, Suzette Fleming. So obviously there's major issues there. And I kind of wanted to know more of, because it talks about... How much her dad like idolized her and thought she was just could do no wrong. I kind of thought maybe there would be more in her childhood that has led her to where she is right now. But it kind of made me think when the end, when you realize like how really crazy she is. Yes. Like, did she just create that about her father? Because it was always from her point of view. Maybe she thought. Maybe that's what she thought. He thought of her. But it sounds like the mother was concerned. About what her. was really going on that let I would have liked a little bit more background on her? Yeah, that kind of explained. I mean, she was wackadoo. She totally was. Like this is extreme, crazy, egotistical. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mental manipulative. So yeah, oh. right, controlling, controlling, and then. 
okay, so she's got those issues, but then she's got a husband who knows this is wrong as well. And he is not of her same mental stability. He seems a bit more stable. Yeah. And he knew that he had done something wrong and he knew, you know, he understood. And he still went along with it. Every day he came home to this little girl in their house. And didn't care about this little girl's well-being. Didn't at any point, like, I think he cared about her. But not enough to do anything. But not enough to do anything about it. What? Yeah. Because he wasn't mean to her. He treated her fine. I think he tried to have little interaction with her. Yeah. Because he felt guilty. Yes. But then he never. this is years. Yes. You lived with this child in your home for years. And then their son, Jacob, would always talk about her. He understood that she was smarter than the, and that the other, his parents thought that she was dumb. Yeah. And I never understood why they thought she was dumb. I don't get it. I mean, if that she could do all of these chores. Like, so well as a six-year-old. She understands everything you're telling her. Why is she dumb or slow? That's how little they paid attention to her. I did not understand that. I was like, I don't understand why you think she's dumb. Yeah. Anyway, and obviously she just you picked her up off a street from a very sad situation in the first place, which was it was horrific to learn that at the end. I will say, yeah, that she was like cuddling up with her. So tell me, did you could you did you imagine that scenario as why they took her and kept her? Like because they kind of are hinting to something that happened. Her situation was, and they couldn't leave her there. Right. I would have. I thought like. A disgusting home, not take like hoard. Like her parents were probably Maybe. junkies, okay, and hoarders, and just un just filthy and dirty and yucky, and just not a cleanly place. Did I imagine mom dead in it? Ugh. No, and that's, that's the not other at thing. all what how, I had imagined. I mean, we are really getting to the end here, but how could you see a dead woman? And her now child that you have and not call report the police. Th- I mean, let alone not report this child wandering filthy in the street. Yeah. But then you go and you're just going to return this filthy wandering child back to the place where it lives. But then you get in there and it's even worse. There's a dead body. And you still aren't going to call the police. What in the world? This like, is like, could this really ever happen? Yes, I read the news. Crazy things happen. But that's really? Well, and that how? so many people knew. And then not so many people. But there were at least three. Three people knew what they did mm-hmm. and didn't say anything. And these aren't people who are like regular criminals. Like who are. Right. Um, continually breaking the law. Right. They are not. No. They follow the law. This is one instance where they did not. And I right. think when you have someone who is a morally good person, this is going to eat at you. This is happening for years. How do you not realize? And, uh, but it didn't eat at her. Well, her. She honestly felt like no, she, she was, was entitled crazy. to a child slave. Which was bizarre. So crazy that it yes. didn't even phase her to think I've got she, only at the end when she's like, okay, I'm going to get in trouble. I got to get rid of her. Yeah. And then she's just going to get rid of her. 
Oh, and when- Return her back to the area she came from? It was cray cray. Oh my gosh. This lady. Let's let's back up a little bit. Can I ask a question first? Yes. Pause that. I was just thinking, the husband, she was blackmailing him. Yes. With something. He committed, like, tax fraud or something when he- Right, for his practice, but he walked away to not get- so, but if right. the police were to find out about it, so they didn't report him. They didn't report him. They let him just walk away. Okay. Yes. Okay. I was like, they what? didn't report him. Okay. So he was, he didn't want to go to jail for that. So they just turned a blind eye if he gave up his practice and yeah. his medical license. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That makes more sense. Cause I'm like, he already got caught. Right. What? He did. Okay. But there, and would apparently be- that happens. Like, They'll give you that choice. That choice. Okay. Right? I remember Rather that than now. prosecuting. Okay. Okay. So back up. Okay. What were you going to say? So I was just going to say, let's back up a little bit and talk about Mrs. Fleming. Find, you know, meeting, well, she didn't meet Nikki, but she got Nikki in her home. Yes. And seeing the little girl. Like this all started because Mrs. Fleming, who is, lives alone. Not Mrs. Fleming. Not Mrs. Mrs. Fleming. It's um Sharon. Sharon. Okay, I totally bought that. Sharon lives alone. Lives alone. Just this little old lady. Yeah. She has one daughter who lives far away and doesn't see her much. Mm -hmm. And she just decides she's going to go look at the, was it a lunar eclipse or something at the moon? Yeah. Yeah. And while she's out, or while she's looking out her window, she sees a young girl Washing dishes like at 1130 at night, which is crazy. It just seems weird and out of place. And she doesn't recall this particular family having young children. And she is kind of a nosy neighbor. Not that she talks to her neighbors, but she watches She's her neighbors. She's observant. Yeah. So she knew that there was a husband and wife and a teenage son. Mm-hmm. So this is, I mean, she's watched enough to know that. Right. So I kind of... Like, really like that about Sharon. Yeah. I like that she's observant and she knows the happenings of her neighborhood, mm-hmm. but not in like a nosy, busybody way. No. It was just like, this is where I live. These are the people yeah. who are around me. These are, this yeah. is what's normal. Yeah. And I and think this that's is what's not normal. When you and when can things see. aren't normal, yeah. then you can start asking looking questions into it and asking questions. Yeah. She maybe took it a little too far, but she had the help I of I mean, Nikki. she was going in the right. Yes, she should have been concerned. Yes. Did she make the best choices here? No. No. But she also had this young girl. Yeah. So influencing her. Yeah. Nikki, who was in the foster care yes. system, has aged out. Aged out. And her daughter was her. Like her advocate. Advocate. Yeah. Her daughter's a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And so was her advocate and really liked Nikki. Stood up for her throughout her life and just really wanted her to get a leg up. So asked her mom to take her in. And I just love, again, I love older characters. I, this We said this last yes, week with I Allie and B. Is that the That's right. book you did? Older characters the connecting character. with a younger character and helping each other out. Sharon so was great. lonely. She was. She really needed someone there to fill her day and time and make her feel... She said she wasn't bored. She was busy throughout her day. She had things and errands and yeah. people. But to feel useful, to feel I think useful, there's a to different feel needed. Yeah, there's a different thing there when your days are f- 
full and you're being useful. Like, they're, yes, it's different. That, those are different things. Right. Yes. She's filling her day. Sure. But not necessarily needed or useful. Yeah. And Nikki just needed... Something a stable. Safe place to be so she could get on her feet. Totally. Like, I, th- I felt like... I just... There's been a few foster home books that I've read. And it does not... Like, they don't, it's hard. I feel for these kids. Yeah. It's awful. They didn't do, most of the time, they've done nothing wrong. They're just stuck in these awful situations. It's because, uh, yeah. You know, it's someone not else's their choice. choices. Yeah. It's someone else's choices, and they are the unfortunate consequence of those choices. Yeah. Is that they're left in this situation. And, you know, there's a lot of great people who are foster parents that do and try so hard for these these kids, but then there are also awful situations too. Yeah. It's hard. Maybe don't do it for the right reasons. Exactly. And so. But I liked Nikki. Like she's just yeah. like, you know what? She still was trying to be good, but at the same time knew that she was probably, it was never going to be easy for her. Right. And she just had come the to terms with that. cards against her. Yeah. And Amy has helped teach her how to respond and act and given her some life skills to go through this. And so she's just starting this process and practicing using these skills. She's not great at it yet. No. She's practicing she's using still these figuring skills. figuring it out. Yes. And they are great life skills. Like, yeah. she's, she's going to be good. She just needs a little bit of help. So Sharon takes her in and brings her into the story of the neighbor and the little girl. And so they're both watching now. Yeah. Two eyes. And even two Nikki notices um, what a light on in the basement yes. where. Like, who's watching it? Everybody's upstairs, and yet there's a little light in the basement. What's this? Right. I did think a couple things I thought were weird there, that Sharon took a picture of the little girl doing the dishes. Yeah. Like, I don't think I I would do that. I don't think I would do that either. I don't think I think to do that. That's a little, like, I would have felt a little voyeuristic taking a picture of a little girl through a window. Maybe not a great idea. Yeah. But... It, that's how shocking it was to her that she felt like point. she needed to document shocking. it. But then also when they notice the light in the basement, they decide to sneak into their yard and check it out again. Don't know. Not if a great. That's your job. Yeah. Yeah. Call the police. Yeah. And, and at that point when they snuck in the yard, they had already called. Oh yes. Child family, Child services, family services had already right? even been there. Yeah. So yeah. just continue to report. Right. These things, and they'll do their job. They were doing their job. And I thought that the child family service woman did a great job. Yes. The questions, the way she was like filling Suzette's ego to get information. I thought it was was, so, like, she knew what she was doing. They're not idiots. I kind of felt like it really did give me confidence in our. Right. I mean, this is fiction, but you would hope. You would hope. (laughs) That they all go in with that. Care sense of how to ask around questions, ask around to get information. I thought that was great. Yeah. Um, But I wanted also want to talk about Nikki's first job. She worked in that vitamin store, which was so sketchy. She was like super excited about it, but then it was like super sketchy. It totally was. A, hired on the spot, which I guess that's not so sketchy because the gas station hired her on the spot as well. But still- just a little. Usually there's something, right? Yeah. A little bit of I don't a. Know. You apply, you get called back, you have a process. Yeah. But he just hires the husband. I'm assuming the husband. Yeah. Hires her on the spot. And then. 
the wife is, comes in the next She's day when it's so her first nice. time. Yeah. And then that was the other interesting thing. Like, they are judging her because of whatever. Like, did they know she was a foster kid? I don't kid? think they knew she was a foster kid, but they just... They sure didn't treat her very good. No, not at all. It was like all. they thought she was going to steal... They set her up, like... Yeah. Left her with the money, and she was even like, I know this routine. They're going to see if I'm going to steal. Yeah. Like, that happens. So weird. And that was the other funny thing. So that's when Mrs. Fleming comes in to get her white bag of something secret. Whatever. What was that? They never really they never tell really you. never really address that. Like, somewhere they mentioned she takes, like, sleeping, sleeping pills. pills. But was this just sleeping pills? Or was, or was it, this like, drugs? Like, something harder. I don't know. I, they never did. And they never sketchy. say, like, did anything happen to that business? Yeah. Or did they just keep on selling things under the yeah, rug? Yeah, it did never come back to that after she lost that never. job. It was just done and over and never circled back around. I wish we'd heard. A little bit more there. Yeah. No, I felt the same way. And then I wondered about um, why she would left her, you know, they're setting her up like you, Nikki says, and they left her there knowing that soon Mrs. Fleming was coming in. Right. Right. And they Mrs. had Fleming an appointment. came in early. And she said that, like, I always come early. Uh, yeah. Like, why like, wouldn't you? You should know that I always come early. That's one of those things you would not leave to chance, especially with a new employee. No! That you're selling stuff under the table. Seriously. It was like the weirdest situation. I could not figure out. I felt yeah. like everything You just went had to wrong. connect them and this was I guess. what you wrote up and it, I don't know. I didn't love that. Weird. Yeah, I didn't yeah. love that interaction. I mean, it definitely showed the colors of Suzette of Fleming. Suzette. It definitely showed the colors of Nikki, who I thought handled it really well. Very yes. calm and like polite, but with such a strong, arrogant, pompous customer. Seriously, she's the worst. Like I don't know that I could have continued to be so kind, right? But she also was like, "I need this job," so she was trying to hold it together, right? And they told her not to use the phone, right? Is that why she went to get her cell phone? They no. told her no phone calls. I don't think they had a phone. And so she was like. I thought it was something like they told her she was not allowed to use the phone to not oh, make any calls. Oh, maybe that's what it is. But I'm not sure. I don't know. But that was the other weird so thing. So you go it's get like, your own cell phone and you're going to call them? Or maybe that's where she had her phone number. Yeah, maybe. She had the lady's cell phone in her phone. Oh. So they just called from their right. phone? Maybe that was why. I don't know why. But. That was like that whole scene where she took the phone away from her and started. I mean, I'm sorry. Like, you can you can say to people. I would hope that you can say to someone that's a customer mm-hmm. and obviously gave them a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I think you can still say, you know what? We'll talk. We we'll, we'll talk to her about it. Or you know, we don't have to treat. We still appreciate our employees. I don't know. Yeah. You can say something in a kind way. Right. That says, like, oh, we oh, don't need to rip know. her head off. Yeah. Let's give her, like, yeah. she was not Something aware of this. Defense. And that was, this was my fault. I wasn't here at the right time. Yes. She didn't know. Totally. And she's new. I'm sorry. She's new. She just didn't know. Like, go yes. down that route of 
she you just left like her awful. in an impossible situation. Yeah, exactly. And then you made her feel so dumb. Anyway, it was right. so awful. And then I felt for Nikki because she's like, I can't lose. I need to show that I'm working. Yes. I need to show Sharon that, that I'm, I'm responsible. Yeah. And and this is just like not like a leech. I love that Sharon had her back though. I know she's Sharon's like you've got to like, quit. Absolutely not. Seriously, this is sketchy. You should not be treated that way. I don't want you working in you this place. You will find another job. You're living here. Don't worry about it. We'll figure something else out. Yeah. Like was totally, just took her under her wing. I loved I know. it. Sharon was great. Yeah. So that she didn't have to work in an impossible situation mm-hmm. just because. And you know what? Nikki kept her, like that didn't make Nikki go, oh, great. Then I'll just relax about the job right. thing. She went right out and found a new I kind job. of like, love that. She, like. She wasn't like wasn't oh, taking advantage no. of this situation. She was grateful and wanted to prove, and she had goals. Yeah, she wanted a job. She, she needed to save money. Yeah, I she love. She knew that. the steps she needed to do to be able to be independent and in control of her life. Yeah, so she was going to work. Yeah, I thought it was great. I did too. And she found a better job, which I love that advice from Sharon saying yeah. like, "What I've learned is when when." Something goes wrong, right? There's something better waiting ahead. Yeah. I don't know the exact words, but it was that idea, right? That when things aren't, when things are bad, there's something better for you. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be something else and it's going to be better. And it was. Yes. It was better. We loved the brothers at the gas station. Yeah. They were kind and all that you'd want in a coworker Mm -hmm. and a boss. Just like very understanding and easygoing. Loved them. Yes. And the, it was just like co-owned brothers owning a little gas station. I know. And, just the, and she even says like, how are these people so nice? nice. Yeah. That at the end, you know, when they land her car, they barely know her. They just so, and just they know their customers. You can people. just see this little. Community type uh, place. Yeah, this yeah. little convenience store on the corner that. You just know when you go in, they know your name and everybody knows your name. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Little cheers. Right. It's a gas station for everyone. Right. Children That's how Jacob it. felt. Jacob loved it. Jacob, that was his gas that station. Was his cheers. Poor Jacob. Let's I talk know. about him. He was stuck because his parents make the choices. Yes. This is where I have an issue. When they're saying he could be prosecuted no he wouldn't he was a child there is no way i know he's a teenager he's what 17 at the time yeah but when they took her in he was 15 no he's under his parents yeah and a crazy parent nonetheless a manipulative parent his hands were tied could he have yes but he's been threatened so there's like they talk about stockholm syndrome a lot with victims and stuff i feel like he falls under that same category for sure there is no way he could be kept or held responsible here because he is under this pressure of this crazy parent he had no leg to stand on he didn't i mean yes he knew right from wrong he knew it was he knew right. it was wrong and he was very worried about his dad and he was worried about his dad and his mom had been telling his dad you know what would happen to you if we went to jail like mm-hmm. there were threats there yeah and he's not an adult he can't make that decision right i mean definitely wanted him to yes i wanted him 
if just one person had said something. Totally. However, I don't, I get, I mean, I don't blame it. I get it. Yes, exactly. And he did what he could. Yeah. You know, to make her life okay. Everything. Yeah. So he he got her treats and he bought her books when he realized she could read. Yeah. But he told her. That they were his old books that he wasn't using anymore. But he was really buying her books and. Just lots of things. Crossword puzzles or something like that. Just things that she could do. Fun activities for her. And they had hidden hot dogs. From the mom, so that they had... Yeah, they ate junk food galore. Yes. Together. Yes. And that was interesting, too, that he even noted that he can't stop eating, but that she had the ability to be like, oh, I'm full, and stop. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he he pointed out a lot of things about Mia that were... Like self-reflective, yeah, and that she that noted that she was like a smart, well-developed young girl for yes. no good reason, right? In her awful situation, because very awful, she was home alone like ninety percent of the time, because and doing chores, yeah, because like, Suzette no couldn't look at her. I mean, let's be honest, do. she's yeah. not going to sit in her house while this girl's cleaning it. Right. She's gonna, she oh, I got errands to run. I can do all, all of these her things. Charities. Charities and humanitarian work. And yet she's imprisoned a child. <laughs> this is the craziest people in the world. They are cra- It is crazy. Even when she says, I realized after a few months that she wasn't as special as my girl was would have been. Right. She makes those comments. Her yes. baby died like as a baby. As a baby. You don't know. How special she would have been. <laughs> she could have been just like Jacob and you would have been disappointed and embarrassed by her. Most likely. Because that's most that's children make life difficult. And I guess that is a point of her mental state. She lost a child. And sure. I, but I, I'm not giving her. I think her, there's a lot of people who've lost children and they don't right. go kidnap, and they don't do this. kidnap other children. Some, yeah. There's something else in her past. I kept waiting for something to come up like I know. abuse from her parents or But it sounds like her mom like her mom and brother come around at the end and they were Her mom kind. comes around at the end? Yeah, isn't that who I thought, oh, took care yeah, of Jacob? Her dad, that's right. You're right. It was her brother he went her to his brother. grandma that he hadn't seen in years that they yeah. hadn't visited in a really And he, long she time. like apologized. She's like, I'm so sorry I should have come. But I just thought she cut me out of her life. Her life yeah. And I didn't know, but I worried. She worried. Yeah. I guess that's the that's the key here. If you're worried, do something. Do so, yeah. Keep trying. Don't give up. Right. You have a grandson, at least, mm-hmm. that you should be That you should in try to stay connected with. with. Anyway, very interesting. Yes. Weird family dynamics there. Absolutely. And poor Amy, who is far away and just keeps getting these phone calls. Yes. And she's like, Mom, don't. Call the police. You need to let them do their job (laughs) because you're putting people at risk. And it did turn out to be that way. Absolutely. Because they didn't call the police or didn't let them follow through. Like, I understand at the end, um, 
Jacob was so worried that he's like, we don't have time to call the police. We'd have to. I just didn't understand why you couldn't call them on your way. On your way. Say, this is where I'm going. This is where she is. Meet me And she's driving this direction. You don't have to explain everything, but hey, come. Yeah. This is serious. I kind of wondered about that. Like, Like, why? And then why didn't Sharon, after she gets the phone call, why didn't she call the police and say. Well, I don't think she knew where they were going. Where they were going. But, like, there were phones to be used. But starting the process, at least. And there, it sounded like there was quite a bit of time where they were silent. A, a, yeah. And, like, could have called. It wasn't like... Yeah. There were... I don't know. That was weird to me. Yeah, they it did say they had been least, driving for hours. Yeah. That you couldn't at least say, hey, my mom, I'm worried about what my mom is going to do. This is where I think she's going. She's heading in that direction. We're following her on the app. And can you, I mean, that's why you help. Yes. Like they can call another precinct. Yes. The one there. There is one closer. Yes. I just thought, oh my gosh. This again. Yes. Get on the road. I'm okay with that. But you've got a child in danger. And. I just felt like he was being this savior. Like no one else could save me but him. him. Yeah. And that's such a complex. Well, I think he also was still. (laughs) Yes. But he was also still thinking that he could save me and keep it all under wraps. Like, do you think he didn't want to get his dad in trouble? But he knew, like, even but this had gone Mickey beyond. Said in the car, like, you know, you're in trouble now. Like, there's no getting out of this. Yeah, he knew. Yeah, but also he's seventeen. Yeah, he's just a kid. I mean, we're expecting maybe That's more. That's why out of him. Nikki and Sharon. But say, Nikki and Sharon. Yes. Should have called the police. Totally. They totally should have. I I thought that was was a bit weird that at that point still, there were so many opportunities to get people involved from a lot of different people. Yeah. Sharon. Yes. Nikki. The the brothers. Yeah. That the gas station. Yeah. He's like, you take my car. Did, did he even okay, know they I'll had driver's the licenses? Seriously. You just take my car and go take care of this. I'll go on restocking the back room as you do. <laughs> That's exactly what he did. Yeah. I don't know. I've got this job. I've got this delivery or something. Yeah. So you could go ahead and take my car and use it. And you go search for this little girl that's missing whatever <laughs> but nobody here is gonna call the police nobody wishing you luck, luck. all my best <laughs> i'll take care of the gas station you go we'll take a here when take a hostess back. cupcake <laughs> yeah. so nonchalant about all of this seriously this is serious and it seriously and that's very the thing. serious like Suzette talks about how she made up stories about Jacob because he was, you know, so less than in her mind. And so she would have to make up these stories about him. And I, and like at the PTA meetings and stuff. Yeah. And it was like, I don't understand how nobody saw through this. Yes. Because a teacher would know. Yeah. A teacher would know anyone who participates in the classroom. And maybe in that level in high school, there's not teachers participating in the classroom. But teachers know their students. I really do believe that. Yes. There's going to be some who fall through the cracks. I guess that happens. I mean, but you over at least know years, if they're quiet and keep to themselves. 
or outgoing and in a big group of people, like moms, this flamboyant person, they're going to see that he doesn't fit the mold with the mom. Yeah. Well, and also she's like saying that he's like a closet genius, right? Like can't deal with school, be (laughs) bothered with school. So that's why he gets bad grades. That's what we say about all our kids that have problems. It's just he's so So smart. smart. He's like an Einstein. School is so boring. Yeah. He just doesn't function amongst normal people (laughs) because he's so extraordinary. All my kids. All you normal people with good grades. (laughs) So sad. (laughs) Just can't succumb to your control. But it's like they know that he doesn't have friends, right? Like that's not something that you can really fudge. Yeah. And when the um, lady comes to the house, the investigating lady, and she's like, oh, his friends are always over here, but that's how I prefer it. Kids need a place to hang out. Yes. Okay, there's got to be some checks and balances there that kids are, his friends are never, A, doesn't have friends. Right. B, they never, there are never never other teenagers at this house. Obviously. Yeah, like that would be pretty easy to figure out, I think. So Um, easy. Just by being a neighbor. A neighbor. You could ask one neighbor, oh, they've got kids over there all the time. Going to the school and talking to the administration and his teachers, like, Mm -hmm. so he hangs out with all these friends. No. No. He doesn't. And then that would be another red flag. So many red flags in this So many things that I was just like, no way. Yeah. Anyway, it still flowed really well. I will say that. Like, it wasn't, it never left me dwelling. No. Like, I didn't ever sit and go like, wait, 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 wait. And I wasn't ever bored. And it wasn't ever so ridiculous that I was like, oh, come on. I want to stop. No, No. it was good. No, never felt that way I thought it was a good storyline. Characters were great. Just a few a things few there that you had to like, let go to be able to keep kidding? the story rolling. Yeah. But the characters were developed enough and interesting enough that th- I let those other things go. Absolutely. I enjoyed the story and the characters. I really felt like I knew the characters and I was invested in them, which made up for some of those things like, are you really serious? Like, nobody would do that. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. I, so silly. I, I was very forgiving of that because yeah. the rest was good. I know that they were trying to, you know, portray their need to solve it themselves as Nikki's experience in foster care and fear for this child because yes. she's seen some awful things. Absolutely. And so she felt the need If to something seems wrong, it is, and we need to do something. Yeah. And yeah, and so she just felt desperate. And I and I can understand that, but that's where Sharon's adult you know, authority would have been should have helpful. come into play. Yeah. Yeah. And that means you call that social worker over and over and over again. I mean, just you get annoying that way. Yes. You call the police. You call, you know, like whatever just you need to do. Keep bugging that something is not right here. Yes. Something is not right. Because I think I do think, although nothing ever happened to them, something could have really happened to them. And that would have been... I think the perfect opportunity that was missed to call the police was when Suzette came over to Sharon's house and entered her house and was threatening and wouldn't leave her house. She was trespassing. You Absolutely. could have called the police on that. Yeah, she and should, should have. have. Yeah, she because she have. already had an inkling over here of something, and now you've got a reason to get police involved and uh, documentation. 
documentation. Yes, yes, yes. Start documenting all these instances so they can put a they case can actually, together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Form something. So I thought that was interesting too. Yeah. And the other thing that I thought was bizarro was they hire someone, a contractor to come in and build this little room in their basement behind the door for, to keep a something safe. Room. Like, I'm sorry, but what big thing do you have to keep safe in your basement that requires that like a whole room? A whole room. Yeah. And that has electrical like plugs. And a, cause they plugged in a television. Yeah. yeah. It needs to have like, all the ventilation. It has to be so hidden. Like all that things, right there, that contractor hidden. should have been like. Eh. Don't you like. What is do there... you do when you. I wonder as a contractor when you're going to know. do people's houses if there's something sketchy. What is the protocol there? Like this seems weird that I'm being asked to do it. Do you. Can you file some. Some sort of a. I don't know. Something's weird here. Yeah. I don't report. know. They should come up with that. To the city, like... An official something's weird here like report. A, yes, I like that. <laughs> Can we talk to our local council, council members? Council members, I think, hashtag something's weird here. <laughs> we need an official... Did you file a something weird, something's weird here report? Right? Oh, I haven't done that yet. Where do I get that form? But This should be a form. in, like, your city, like, when you're doing, like, renovations... A permit? Yeah. So maybe if you didn't say, because maybe they would say, well, we don't want to get a permit. We'll find someone who will do it without a permit, right? So maybe you don't get a permit, but then you go to the people who do permits and stuff and just let it say, slip to them. Hey. I think something sketchy is happening at this but house. But then they're, they're in trouble room. because they did work without a permit when they knew they should have been, hmm. they shouldn't have been doing the work. That's right. But there should, there. We need some whistleblower contractors. Right. <laughs> we don't want any more hidden kids. No hidden rooms. Period. It's too weird. Nothing good can happen when you feel like you have to hide a room in a house. Why? That can't be for any good reason. I'm trying to think of one. Oh, sorry, I yawned. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm trying to think of one good reason. You would one need a secret hidden room behind a bookcase. I can't think of a room. I mean, I can see why you'd need a safe. People have yes. safes. People have big safes. And maybe you need a safe room. Like, I feel like if somebody was going to break into my house. I mean, this is extreme. Then you hide in the safe room. But that's like extreme fear of something going wrong. Yeah. That's probably also something's weird here. Maybe she needs <laughs> mental help. <laughs> there yes. really needs to be a something's weird here report. Yeah. I I don't see the problem with that. No. Just one man and all of his job is to go look into to the, something, the weird something weird reports. Report. Yeah. Like I'm going to go check out all these something weird reports. Yeah. And maybe it's done by like cities so that you just have somebody checking out each city's there's something's weird here. I like where you're that going. That could with be this. like a job for someone just at home. Yeah. Like somebody who's retired or mm-hmm. uh, someone maybe who just needs like just a, a little part time. Yeah. So all our kids are at school. They can just like kind of watch them as they come in throughout the day. Maybe yeah. 
a smaller city, it would only be a something weird here report once or twice a day. Who knows? And then they can evaluate. We're That's creating a, lot of a whole something job here. Weird once yeah. or twice a day. Well, it depends on the size of the city. But then they evaluate whether this needs to be reported to the officials of the city. Okay. They can evaluate. Yeah. They have training. Yeah. In what's actually weird. This, we could call them, uh, what's that? What do I want to call it? Uh, there's like a website for um, solving cold cases where it's like retired investigators and just people who are interested in investigating cold cases. Very cool. And it's like armchair sleuths or something like that. Like armchair something's weird. Weird. Yeah. Investigators. Armchair weirdigators. <laughs> People are going to start questioning our mental health, Sarah. We kind of took this one down. But I love this idea. Uh, I do too. I just thought, Let's you start know. Start a nonprofit. There's just like a lot of little instances, yeah. right? Where I'm like, why did it take three years for Sharon to notice the girl? It yeah. took her three years. And then all of a sudden they noticed her a lot. A lot. Yeah. Right? And that nobody noticed that when you have a child like Jacob, at school, like there's generally something going on. Wait, and Nikki even noticed. Yes. I could feel it in him that something wasn't right. Yeah. That he. Like just really withdrawn and yeah. just, I don't know, solitary. Yeah. There's something, you know, kids don't just generally act like that for no reason. So it's like, why didn't anyone look closer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Or tried, like, why didn't any teacher try to befriend him or a counselor? At or any point. try to, like, be a friend to him? See his red flags. Yeah. Flashing. I mean, it sounds like kids were mean to him. Not just like he was a loner, but they were mean to him. He was being bullied. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like someone, how did no one see that after all those years? Right. And when parents are going in for parent-teacher conferences and stuff, is that they didn't see that something wasn't adding up here. Yeah. It's just weird to me that nobody in all the years that they had that little girl. And I guess that's the way it goes. Like there's people who are kidnapped and they are kept for years. And hidden for years. And it does happen. My other thought though was this girl never needed to go to a doctor or get any kind of health care. There was never an injury or a yeah nothing. That's really weird. And rare. Rare. Well, my kids always were hurt. Yeah. But I guess if you don't care, you wouldn't take her yeah, if she in got for hurt. help if she got hurt. But, but she had sick? to have gotten sick. You would think. Because that's normal. Kids get yeah. sick all the time. Yeah. But maybe if she never leaves their house. She's not and exposed their house to germs, is like spotless but still clean. things happen. I mean, you still. Did they never get sick? Yeah. I mean, that would be the I mean, only way to. it didn't spread. I don't know. Right. I guess the dad's a doctor. That's true. He could have taken care of her if she did. But they said she didn't ever get sick. They kind of made that comment. It's just weird. I don't know. Maybe not so weird. And then I really did feel also for Mia's biological grandparents. grandparents. How heartbreaking. I'm glad you brought that up because I forgot about that little aspect. How heartbreaking that... Their only daughter, or just their daughter, right, takes off. She's a troubled teen and takes off, and they have no idea where she is for so many years, whether yeah. she's alive or dead. 
And to hold on to that hope for so long that she's going to come back, that there, yeah. she's going to be found. She might need some rehab from what you've heard. And that's, they'll do anything. you're there to help them. And you're holding that hope. And Ugh. then to find out that, that she was a body dead. was found. She's dead. And not even far from you. Yeah. Right? It wasn't that very far away. whole time, she never reached out for help from them. It sounds like she was in so deep, right? Right. Like, she just... I don't, I, mean, I think when you get to a point, you, you're you stuck for a while until you find a way out. And he wasn't going right. to let her out. And he wasn't going to let her out. But so she became pregnant. Did she give birth at home? She must have because there, it, it there sounded like, like there no. wasn't a birth certificate. They didn't really talk about that. They How? mentioned that they could look for a birth certificate, but it would be hard to find. Right, because they had no names. Yes. And she probably, if she went to a hospital, didn't use a real name. Right. But really, you, I mean, no prenatal care. Again, I know people do, like, not everyone has access to this. But you just gave birth somewhere? Right. And it sounded really dirty. Like, And she lived? So dirty. But she cared enough about her daughter that she was potty trained. Yeah. Did you catch that? Right. That didn't match. That didn't add up. Was that just so neglect that she had kind of potty trained herself because there were no diapers? I don't so know. So you just kind of learn? I don't know. Or I, was that, or did it or get did so try? bad because mom was dead? Yeah. How long had that little girl been left alone to just wander? Right. But then Keith, the boyfriend or the dad of Mia... Came back and buried her body. Oh, yeah. So even though he was gone, for, actually, he came back and shot at them. He did come back. And yeah. then he buried her body. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh. And he shot at the landlord. And he shot at the landlord. He's got he's, he's got an MO here. He's got Seriously. To maybe get rid of that gun. I was also wondering the name Mia. I know she was babbling something that sounded like Mia. Yeah. And so they gave her that name. But what do you think she was trying to say something? Her mom's name was Morgan. Or was she trying to say mom? Or do you think her name really was Mia? No, because I think they say her, like the mom says her name. Not the mom. Somewhere I feel like we, no, maybe we didn't ever hear their, her real name. Yeah. Because the, when... When Mia goes to live with her grandma at the end, they still they call, call her, her Mia. Mia. Well, because they wouldn't have known her real name. But Suzette is the one who gave her the name Mia. Yeah. And I kind of would have been like, Ugh, let's let you pick your own name, sweetheart. Yeah. But maybe that was her only one constant. Yeah. And it was an actual cute name. I like the name Mia. So maybe sure. you're okay with it. But what if it had been well, something Well, and she crazy? kind of gave it to herself. I guess if you looked at it from that, that point of view. You said this. I said you, my name. Yeah. yeah. And so it's Mia. And you just go with if that. you if you wanted to feel better about it, yeah, right, right. Because it would be hard. I mean, I I have read different things, right, about how fresh start, fresh name, and people right. change their names to try to begin anew. A new, yeah, you know, and I and I see that, um, but it would be hard for like a seven year old to start being called something different, right. 
Yeah. So I and when everything is different, you want to keep some things. And she was stable. a happy little girl. She was like I mean, she, she wasn't was really making devastated. the best of it. Yeah. She wanted to go back home to the Flemings. Right, because that's all she right? knew. Yeah. That's all she knew. And she was like, well, and what about the dog? Oh, I love that she I gets to know. keep the dog. That was such end. a sweet ending. Yes. Um, would you have let Jacob come back if you were Mia's grandparents? I would. I think that would be so hard to let yeah. him have contact after everything. Even knowing that it wasn't his choice, right? Like it was the parents. I think I would still hold a grudge. I'm going to be honest. I, I think, think I would I hold would, a grudge. I think I would look at it as this is like, this was the one person that showed her kindness. And for that alone, I would look at him. I would be grateful. Yeah, I can that see that. one person was nice You're to her. You're such a good person, Jamie. Well, it was, I mean, went so many horrible things. Yeah. That she had one, and that she felt it reciprocated back. She w- loved him. Yeah. And so to be like, I, did. I think that would Mia wanted turn, to see like him. that would yeah. definitely influence me to let her see him yeah. because you wouldn't want to hurt her anymore. Right. But I do think I would be like, you didn't do anything for my child. Like you, but he did. never said anything. He was nice you to her said and made it better. But yes, he could have. But again, he was a victim in this as well. Yeah, he was. I think that's the important part to remember here. He was a victim as well. Yeah. He had crappy parents that were making bad choices. Such bad Even the choices. dad. Like, I know the dad wasn't as bad as the mom, but he still he didn't was stop complicit. any of this. He was an adult in this situation. Yes. He was another adult. Like, and I'm he so sorry that you don't want to be caught for the bad things you did. But that shouldn't be her problem. Don't do another bad thing because you're worried about getting caught for a bad thing already done. Yeah, exactly. At some point, stand up and do the right thing. That was kind of frustrating to me. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I really did like, I never, I never did get bored. It never felt draggy. Mm -mm. Like it was always moving along. Yeah. And how did you feel about Nikki's, um, uh friendship with Jacob is that what we call it oh like as her way when she was to trying get to, information yeah, I just I was not loving that I didn't love that either she was totally leading him on I kind of felt like yeah. I don't know ew gross well in this my mind good. at that point I was still thinking that um Jacob was younger like 15 it didn't really dawn on me that he actually was closer to her age until the very end when they were like, he's two weeks away from his 18th birthday. And she's what, 19 or she 20? Was, yeah. I was thinking there was a much bigger gap in their age. So, and come that, on, Jacob. Uh, yeah. You think, this oh, older girl. Just, I yeah, know. I know. so badly was enthralled with her. And, well, and lonely. And yes. You know, like no real connections with other yeah. people. Not his parents. I mean, his dad a little bit. And a little bit with Mia. Mm-hmm. Certainly not his mother. He didn't have anybody else. And no friend. Not one friend. But I think the fact that she did, the fact that Nikki did use that tactic, when he did look for someone to help him, he turned to her. Yeah, that and was so good. And so then maybe that was good, but I, oh, I did but then not after like that- it. I didn't want to read it. I didn't want to witness yeah. her using... 
flirting and to get information. I know. Yeah. I was like, ugh, this is icky. Yeah. I didn't love that in the house. No. I was so nervous when she was in the house. I know. Like, what are you doing, is Nikki? Is Mrs. Fleming going to come out? home? You're going to make yes. this worse for everyone. And you're putting yourself in danger. I didn't like that scene at all. That Mm-mm. she was just running around the house checking everything out. I was so nervous at that point. And I was nervous for him. Can you imagine, like, here's this girl you don't know how to say no, but these are against all the rules you've ever been told. It just made me so nervous. I was so nervous they were going to get caught. I know. And then what would happen? Like, if Suzette had walked in, I was just so I kept nervous waiting that whole for time. that to happen, actually. Yeah. And then she just randomly was like, okay, I need to go. It was like, quickly out the door. Yes. So fast. Right. Not- and it was over. It was just not a good call on her part no. to do that. They took a lot but, of unnecessary risks. Yes, but it did. I mean, then he turned to her for help when he right. needed the help. So I guess that was good that she had established that relationship. But that part in the book just made me. I'm, I'm sure there was a better way. Yes. To go about establishing it. But I am glad, right? Like when things right. push came to shove, and he needed help. He felt safe enough. Right. He had somebody. Her. Right. Where before he didn't have anyone. Right. So I think that did help him get to the point where he was like, I've got to do something here. Yeah. Because he did. He wasn't so alone. That would have been the hardest part. Like no friends. So isolating. You got these big secrets on your shoulders. You're carrying a lot. And at least you've got this buddy kind of. Right. That was really the only person he had Mm -hmm. was Mia. So yeah, again, I don't blame him for not doing anything, but... He kind of wasn't alone because he had her. Yeah. Anyway. So true. I like the book. I did too. It was fun. It was easy reading, like light, but kept my interest. Yeah. I didn't get bored. And I didn't know what was going to happen next. I kept trying to figure out like how they were going to get to the end. In some ways so predictable. Sure. Like I'm like, I see this coming, but then in other ways, like, oh, I would have thought this instead or not. I mean, her taking her back and just dropping her off. I never I imagined that. Yeah, I did not imagine that. Either. I really thought the hamster is the hamster effect was yes. killing the hamster yes. or killing Mia. Yeah, because yep. that's what you do. I mean, how right. else can you keep your secret? Exactly. I think the hamster and her were like paralleled. Like this yes. is how we deal with things we don't want anymore. Yeah, I'm done. I'm all done. It doesn't care serve of you. me anymore. I'm. We'll just take it back. <laughs> But taking it back is better than killing. Yes, I She's definitely not a murderer, agree. just a monster. So, yep. there you go. All right. Anyway. All right. Well, thanks for listening. I think that wraps us up for today. Yeah. And tune in next week for What's on Your Shelf. I've got some to talk about. I know. Me too. I'm like looking forward to the it. The good and the bad. I know. And send us any comments or any information. We love chatting with you guys and hearing from you on Instagram and Facebook. And you can give us an email or send us an email. At this is your book club podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Love to hear from you. Right. Thank you to Amphibious Sue for our music. And we'll see you next week. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. And, and this, this is, is your book club. Your book club.